I honestly know that this is going to be an interesting episode because I'm featuring women from like three distinctly far apart age groups in the entire episode. And that in and of itself should probably give you a pretty good idea of what it is that I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about fucking kids or fucking grannies, but what I can tell you for certain is that there's going to be quite a number of dilemmas here. There will be some cheating involved, but before I get into any of that, I'm going to start things off from a slightly lighter note, even though it's mostly an older one. Now, there is a 19-year-old student who has made his relationship with his uh, girlfriend or lady friend, if I can call her that, very official by proposing to her. Now, normally this isn't too big of an issue, you know, besides the fact that he's 19, except that the lady in question is 76 years old. Yes, I kid you the fuck not. She is 76 years old. And if you're looking for a catch, I'll just give it to you right here. She's a billionaire. But that's not important because I know that when I mentioned billionaire in that entire thing, It's like you just automatically thought that this dude is marrying her for the money, which was something that I thought about for a little bit. And I actually concluded that that's not entirely the case, because unlike the lot of you that would just think that a young boy would just go and marry an old woman for the sake of her money, I like to think of things in a little bit more of an open way. And when I think about the way guys have been talking about how modern women today, the babes that are out in the dating market today are so problematic, they're not that good, they don't behave well, they're not as good as their mothers or their grandmothers, I sit and I think about it for a second and it actually sort of occurs to me that this guy probably made one of the smartest moves ever. Because instead of looking for a girl that can cook and clean and give him respect the way the women back during his grandmother's time used to give it, he instead opted to just go and get himself a grandma, you know? And when you think about it in the bigger scope of things, don't you think that that's a much better move? Because I think so. And honestly, my thoughts are... Quite simply, that this man has definitely played the system against the system itself. Like, when you kind of think about it, this guy has made sure that he doesn't have to go through the hassle of trying to look for a good quality high value sort of babe. Because when you kind of think about it, instead of him having to go and beat through all of these babes for like, I don't know, all of 10, maybe 15 years trying to get himself a good mate, this guy just went straight to the source you know, went straight to where the respect was left and just picked it up from there and continued on. And, you know, when you kind of think about it, it's a very smart thing because no one would expect such a thing. Because normally, like, people would be thinking, you know, this is a 19-year-old and he can definitely get babes between the ages of, like, 17 and, like, 24 without too much of a hassle. And, you know, he has his run of very, very fine babes. But, you know, maybe there's gilfs around. And don't ask me what the fuck a gilf is. You know, just know it's probably whatever the hell it is that you think. And when you kind of think about it, he pretty much beat the Matrix in the absolute best way possible. Because there was the red pill, there was the blue pill, and he looked at both of them and he smacked Morpheus and kicked down the door. Like this, in and of itself, is beating the game in a way that the game didn't even design for you to beat it. And frankly... For you to think that this guy just wants the woman for her money is very myopic of you and you all should probably be a little bit more open-minded and accept that this man 
is probably one of the smartest dudes out there that has ever existed in the dating market. Except for one very little thing. Whenever this guy is hitting it, does she still call him daddy? Like that's the question that I want to find out. Like that's more of the question that I want to find out rather than his reasons for going for this babe. But unfortunately, I don't think I'll be able to get the answers to that not unless if I ask any one of the two of these people. So I am going to leave it at that because I have a podcast that I should have started in a manner that may age like fine wine that probably isn't as old as gold but still sounds pretty good when I'm on the mic saying it and it's usually this very simple term that usually starts with Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one Break Time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who doesn't believe that love is blind because he believes that there is love at first sight, you know, up until the granny puts on her glasses. He's a man that once believed that Bukaki was the Japanese form of martial arts. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex and relationships show where I get to talk about grannies and relationships, sometimes. I get to talk about relationships themselves and sex, sometimes. Sometimes I might piss someone off by some of the things that I say, but I usually like to come through with that conclusion that you can agree or disagree with. And I usually welcome your disagreements as well as your feedback back as well as you know the appreciation via the social media handles that i usually have in the description at break time on west side on facebook or on ig is where you can hit me up at the dms are always open on twitter you can slide into my personal dms which is at bagaka the d down in the description you will find my socials as well as the podcast socials where you can reach me and i'd be more than happy to take your feedback and utilize it if it works to the improvement of the podcast or you know if it contributes to the making of an episode now, I will admit there is quite a bit of dilemma hunting that I sort of had to do for this episode because I feel like it's been a while since I did a dilemma situation. For those of y'all that haven't listened to the podcast very long, I used to sort of try and do these things a bit of a while back where I'd sort of look at a dilemma and I sort of really enjoy dilemmas in relationships because it sort of forces me to think a little bit. And there was one that I found on the standard newspaper and it involved a 41-year-old man trying to get married to a 22-year-old girl. I'm going to read this story for you and then we can get into it. So let me start and I quote, My name is John. I am 41 years old, living and working in Nairobi. I'd say I'm financially stable, well-educated and well-brought up. I'm at that stage in life where I feel I should get married. I developed trust issues after my girlfriend betrayed me by getting intimate with my close friend six years ago. About five months ago, I met this 22-year-old beautiful woman, who I'm currently dating. I want to marry her, but I fear the age gap of 19 years is too big. I also have an issue with her drinking habit and her regular partying. On several occasions, she's ghosted me during scheduled dates only to later apologize and say her university friends had taken her out. I also suspect she's seeing a younger man, probably her age mate. There's this particular man who usually calls her often when we're together and when I ask who he is, she says he's a cousin whom she grew up with. I love her to the point of wanting to marry her, but I fear I might regret the decision. What should I do? End quote. Okay, this is, I guess, in my history of dealing with dilemmas in relationships and dating, probably the easiest dilemma I have ever tried to handle on this podcast or even in real life because this shit feels so easy to sort of handle because it just seems very easily sort of set up and you can kind of just point out what all the issues are. I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm in my 20s and I know how babes who are like 22 would act. 
but still like even with that there's still a couple of assumptions that i can make about all of this which will still probably come out to be particularly true but anyways anyways let me just get to trying to sort of sort this one out now first of all i don't know if this guy fucks his babe like i'm not saying that it's a requirement i'm not saying that he should have done that i'm not saying that he doesn't it's just that by the time you're saying that uh your girlfriend cheated on you with a close friend of yours and you said getting intimate and you didn't say fucking you didn't say they slept together you didn't say they screwed you said the word intimate it's almost like you're afraid of the term sex so by all means it does sort of seem like probably you're very um old school and traditional and maybe you believe in you know no sex until marriage or minimal sex until marriage but all in all you know that's an assumption and i'm probably wrong for that so i'm gonna leave that one aside and just try and get to the meat and potatoes of the entire thing now first of all if you are a 40 something year old man and you know i think this is something that even works all the way back to even though you're a teenager there's a certain amount of respect that your girlfriend is supposed to give you not because they're supposed to be a life partner or anything but because they've chosen to commit to you and to you alone like there's something about not honoring an agreement like you guys are supposed to meet up for like a date or for like dinner and they're unreachable and they go off for like days on end or even though it's a night and then they come back and they're like oh sorry my phone went out oh my friends took me to go out there's just something about that that just screams disrespect because if you were supposed to meet up with someone important and you do that then you've lost their respect you know they feel like you don't respect that time and it is something that even i would say i value quite a bit but that said like just the mere fact that she doesn't choose to communicate with you and then on top of that when the two of you are together there's a dude that hits her up and she still talks to dude while you're there like that's just blatant disrespect to be very honest i'm not saying that your girlfriend picking up the phone to talk to another guy when the two of you are together is a problem but if this is someone that constantly calls her when the two of you are together I would sense that there's a bit of an issue because okay maybe this is just a me thing but normally whenever i'm with my partner i will probably put my phone down hell even not with a partner when i'm with someone that i find important i usually end up not touching my phone as much and i usually like to sort of leave it aside especially when it's someone that you know is going to call you constantly the most that i'd probably do is pick up the phone once and sort of leave it aside not unless if it's something serious i'll probably say you know what we'll just talk about this a little bit later but this is some quote-unquote cousin that she grew up with the i don't know like this shit sounds like this shorty is being raw dogged by a dude and this dude is disrespectful enough that he'll call her and he'll be like yo what are you doing right now but guess what this is an assumption so i might actually be wrong about it but for the most part i would like to think that this guy is probably being played because i do not believe that someone who is of sound mind can decide in five months that they want to marry someone who is in their early 20s and there is nothing that is telling them that you know what the fact that she parties a lot the fact that she drinks a lot should be something to probably deter you from because if you're at the stage where you're not entirely sure if your partner is faithful with you and they don't respect you enough to sort of try and keep their party life you know on a cool down while they're with you then honestly even dating them would probably be an issue for me
Although, then again, considering that this is matters of the heart, thus, you know, there is room for illogicality, I am going to leave it at that and I'm going to move it on to our main topic of today. Now, while I was on Quora last week, there was a very interesting post that I found in one of the many different, you know, groupings and forums that Quora has. And it was an interesting cheating story because it involved a bit of revenge cheating and someone feeling a little bit guilty. Now, I am going to read the entire question that's there and I am going to break it down because I feel like this is something that should definitely be spoken about. Now, the user said, and I quote, He cheated on me sexually with two of his exes. I retaliated by cheating back physically, out of course, with five men at different times. We are both done with whatever we did and want to move on. A part of me thinks that he is worse because he led me to this. Another part of me thinks that I did it worse because I had more partners. I guess forgiving ourselves is the part I have to still deal with. What are your thoughts on this? End quote. Now, when I sort of looked at this for a bit, it did kind of tickle my fancy a little bit because, first of all, what the fuck is outer course? Like, I'm very curious about this shit. Like, I've heard of intercourse and I've heard of discourse, but outer course? That's some new shit to me. But I'm guessing that could be her way of saying cheating. Maybe that's what cheating is. I don't really think I'm gonna Google that shit right now because I do feel like there is something to be said about this. Now, first of all, I feel like there's very, very little context to this entire story because she just mentioned that man's cheated twice and she went and slept with five other dudes, all right? So she was just highlighting that the both of them cheated. But I feel like there's such little context to this story, so it's hard for me to really say whether there's something good that'll come out of this or whether they're still sort of in the woods. Because if I was to sit with them or if I was to sit with this particular lady, assuming that it's a lady, then I'd probably ask for other follow-up questions. Was it that the husband went and cheated once with one ex and then cheated with another ex at a different time? Did he cheat with them both sort of in like an on and off fashion? Like, how long has it been going on? Is it something that's been going on for a while with one, then it moved to another? Or was it two of them at the same time? Like, I'd probably be asking some of those questions just to get a bit of extra context. Because, to be very honest, when you look at the idea of guys cheating, it's very important that you take into consideration how much time has been spent there and for how long they've sort of been in communication. Because there might be a case of just the simple physical cheating where it's just sexual variety, but there's the other one where there's some level of emotional attachment that can be there. And with exes, that can actually work pretty well, especially if your, say, previous ex used to treat you so well, and yet your current partner probably doesn't respect you or doesn't give you the form of emotional satisfaction that your ex used to give you. And that's a particularly interesting thing that most people don't like to talk about. But the assumption that just because both of y'all banged people and you should move on from it is a thing I think is a little bit misleading because when you look at cheating in and of itself as a subject, it's not as simple as people sort of make it to be. Like it's not just I banged this other person or I've been sleeping with this many people or I cheated physically versus cheating emotionally. Like there's actual layers to this entire thing that you sort of need to peel off. And the part where you're kind of treating this like, you know, the both of y'all just banged other people might actually hide the fact that there are instances where this guy might end up going back to the same babes 
there might be instances where this guy might go and start sleeping with other women there's instances where this guy might actually end up leaving you for one of the exes and all of those things can actually come as a result of you not understanding why the guy cheated and i guess that's kind of one of the bigger concerns that's out there because you can say that you guys are done and you're going to move on but you don't really know if this guy cheated because he was looking for sexual variety or if there was some sort of emotional spark that he's lost with you that he seems to be getting back with some of these exes like those are questions that i'd probably ask you know because stuff like how long they spent together was it one then the other with like long stretches of time with each woman was it like just a physical thing like you don't really know that and not unless if you ask the dude you probably won't and so that said i feel like the best way to sort of conceptualize this entire situation is to sort of try and give it some sort of context based on what she said and how she said it just to sort of make it seem as though you know i can sort of understand the picture so i'll just go and throw in a bunch of assumptions here just to sort of give it a pretty good picture now my assumption is that this woman found out about the two women probably from the guy's phone that they've been in constant communication and that he slept with the both of them but that's all she's found out not that they've been you know trying to rekindle some sort of a romance or they've been spending extended time periods together it's literally just the fact that the both of them banged and she probably saw like one or two messages about the entire thing from both women now that said you know her banging five other dudes is an entirely different story because this wasn't a cheating of her looking for sexual variety or her looking for some sort of emotional comfort or even her trying to get back into the dating world because apparently that's a reason it is just her choosing to bang other people because her husband banged other people which is a little bit odd like i've always found revenge cheating to be a little odd because especially for the babes because you know babes are the ones that tend to revenge cheat a lot more like it doesn't really help you guys in the long run even when you think of the benefits of it yes you can spite the guy but at the end of the day you're the one that gets hurt the most because all you have is just an additional set of bodies besides the fact that you know you've now cheated on your partner and there's the whole blame thing that I'll get to in a little bit because of this because there is something to be said about this and the other questions that I'd probably ask which probably didn't figure into the earlier assumption of what happened is all the guys that this woman banged were they like coworkers were they neighbors like how close were they to this woman because now that can present the issue kind of the same way i was talking about time with a man with the woman i talk more proximity was it coworkers was it friends was it random guys was it someone that she interacted with when she was at the supermarket on the line or at some certain place like those are questions that i'd probably want to ask because now for this babe if you are looking at the idea of her banging all of these different dudes we don't know if she had any sort of emotional connection with any of them because those do tend to actually occur from time to time although granted when you look at a woman sleeping with multiple guys the idea that she's falling in love with at least one of those guys is probably off the table so i'd like to think that it's fairly slim in terms of chances that she ended up falling for this guy so the bigger question is the proximity was it a coworker were they friends were they neighbors and so on and so forth but more about that though like the idea of revenge cheating is actually sort of a bit of a bad one because you don't cheat for your pleasure 
you're cheating for someone else's spite. So at the end of the day, whatever pleasure you're getting, you're not even entirely enjoying it. Like, you're doing it out of spite, but you'll feel like shit later. Like, you're pretty much going to bang someone because someone else is banging someone. Which, when you kind of think about it, is almost like dudes and the body count in a certain sense. Not that the body count is pointless for us guys, but, you know, there is sort of something similar to be said about this. Because it's not like you're going to go and brag about it with your friends as such, or at least it's not like you'll go and announce it. But at the same time, even though most people or anyone doesn't even know about this, at the end of the day, you have it in your back pocket and you sort of pride yourself on it, but its use isn't entirely all that high. Plus, at some point, it actually sort of becomes pointless because a happily married man with 60 bodies isn't any different from a happily married man with 20 bodies. All that's there between them in terms of difference is the fact that the guy with 20 bodies has fucked 40 less women, which doesn't even make sense because at the end of the day, he settled down with one woman, not any of the 40. But that aside, there was something that sort of pissed me off with her entire confession on this and, you know, asking like guys for their thoughts on it. And it was the part where she was talking about a part of me thinks that he's worse because he led me to this. And there's something that annoys me about the whole he led me to this. And I think kind of reinforces the whole thing with a lot of people who will revenge cheat are actually women, not the men. And it's the idea that someone else influenced the decision that you made which in a case of cheating you can sort of drive it there but in the case of revenge cheating is very hard to justify and it shows a clear lack of accountability but still it's very hard to justify because this other person like let's speak for the dude because i can understand dudes he was walking down the street he saw his ex pussy was nice and wet slipped fell inside you know that one's particularly easy to explain or he met the ex, they sort of started talking for a bit, they felt like they had rekindled something, they sort of sought to just meet up and discuss shit, and eventually they ended up shagging. You know, he can say that she sort of led me to it, or we had our conversations, or we had drinks, and one thing led to another and we were doing it. But for you, how exactly do you explain that he led you to it? He didn't tell you to do it, he didn't ask you to shag other people. It was pretty much a case of you looking and saying, you know what, I can do better. And you pretty much went and sought out these dudes, not for the sake of pleasure, but simply just to spite the other person. So if anything, you led you to do it. It's not like he led you to do it. And even though you had to switch the genders, I'd still say the same exact thing. It's not that she led you to do it, you led you to do it. Like, that's just a thing. And that lack of accountability that comes with revenge cheating is one of the things that pisses me off about it because you're just trying to show that you're better than the other person and a lot of times it's not that you're showing that you're better, you're just showing that you can rack up a body count while you're hurt because of the other person. So at the end of the day, it actually doesn't help the both of you. Which kind of brings me to my conclusion of this entire thing. Now, whatever thoughts I might have about all of this, I feel like if these two were to actually move on ahead, they'd probably need to do some form of counseling together. Because honestly speaking, there's a lot of holes here, there's a lot that the guy should probably explain, and this woman probably does need to forgive herself to a certain degree, if they are going to stick together. But all that aside, I am not a fan of revenge cheating at all. And that's because unlike cheating which can be done for pleasure or to soothe a certain satisfaction or to fulfill some sort of loss need, 
At the end of the day, revenge cheating isn't even about you. It's about the other person and the fact that you're hurt. And the unfortunate part is you will rarely ever hear of stories where people come out of revenge cheating saying that they're happier than they've been before they got into it. Although then again, even with that said, it's not like I do stand for cheating. I don't endorse it. But if you do find yourself in a situation that your partner has cheated, I think you cheating on your partner because they cheated on you is still going to be the shittiest decision that you make out of the entire issue. Although, then again, I might be wrong about that, so I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Facebook, on IG, it is at Brigtam on my side, on Twitter, it is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end, and I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>